Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the first sampler episode of the Out of Tune podcast. My name is Brandon Larration. And I'm Dylan Haywood. Have you ever wondered, how do I react when I find out that my bandmates have taken all the money they were supposed to pay me for playing a show recently and spent it on food? Well, we can answer that question in today's episode. So Dylan and I have been writing and performing music together for about the past eight years. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's really hard to come up with a good band name that's not taken. Oh, definitely. Like, I remember the first band name we went through uh, was Moment of Silence. And it sounds like really high school. Um, And then Brandon decided to make the change, uh, jump off the drums and on the mic. uh, Dave Girl Wannabe. And... um, yeah, and then we went to uh, Absolute Magnitude, which uh, I got from hitting random article on Wikipedia. Uh, then we were Caution at 10, which <laughs> happened because we ripped up a bunch of caution tape, which also had the French printing on it. So you figure it out for yourself. We actually have a funny picture. We were in the back of a school bus, and I had this caution tape for some reason we put it together on the back of the seat and we found caution at 10 so we'll probably post something like that on the facebook page so you can take a look yeah and then we were um cure for creativity which you came up with i, I don't know how or why for that matter uh and now we are hollow body uh, which is definitely the best name we've we've had because well it's not terrible I think it's also our longest lasting band name. Yeah. I don't know where Cure for Creativity came up with. Um, doesn't really make sense. And I think that's why we changed the band name because people kept asking me why you would want to cure creativity. And I would just say it's just a band name. It doesn't really have a meaning. I mean, I can think of worse band names. The Foo Fighters? Come on. <laughs> Actually, if you know what a Foo Fighter is, it's, it's pretty cool. I could never say anything bad about the Foo Fighters. That's true. So this is going to be uh, the first time we're doing our This Day in Music segment, uh, January 10th, 2017. Uh, so 1956, Elvis Presley made his first recordings for RCA Records at the Methodist Television, Radio, and TV Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Heartbreak Hotel was one of the songs recorded during this session. Uh, in 1958 today, Jerry Lee Lewis was at number one on the UK singles chart with Great Balls of Fire. Uh, Lewis was the only major white rock and roll star to play piano rather than guitar. Oh, that's cool you should say that. I was actually on tour a few months ago, and we stopped in Memphis, Tennessee, where Sun Records is. Um, If you're not familiar with Sun Records, Sam Phillips uh, was a dude that had started out um, doing mobile recordings and kind of build up this recording studio and label called Sun Records. Um, Maybe we'll do an episode um, on Sam Phillips and Sun Records at some point. But I got to stand in the room and uh, touch the mic that Elvis Presley made his first recordings on. Um, My Happiness was a cover that he had recorded. Um, Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash was also recorded there. Um, lots of the Jerry Lee Lewis stuff, the, the Million Dollar Quartet was all recorded in that room. So uh, it was super cool to kind of stand right on the X. They have an X on the floor where, um, you know, he stood and recorded all these huge, huge hits. So that was a really cool moment. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, actually, last year, and I remember this like happening. Today, last year, uh, David Bowie died from liver cancer in his home in New York two days after releasing the album Black Star, which was on his 69th birthday. What's your favorite David Bowie song? 
Um, oh boy. Uh, it's probably Space Oddity, isn't it? No, it's not Space Oddity. Everybody likes that song. I don't mind Space Oddity. Um, it's between three. I like Rebel Rebel. I like Suffrage City. Um, and I really like Fame. Now that I think about it, I really do like that. Yeah, Fame's good. I love that. Um, I think my favorite are probably Let's Dance or um, one of his collaborations, I'm Afraid of Americans. I think uh, that that's a good tune, real good tune. Uh, would you consider Under Pressure isn't really a David Bowie song? It's a Queen song with David Bowie in it. Yeah, I, I kind of consider it just as much David Bowie song as a Queen song, um, just like on um, The Little Drummer Boy, which is David Bowie and who is the other guy? Is it? It's not Bing Crosby. Uh, I'm not is sure. It? I can't remember who it is. Um, but yeah, a lot of the a lot of the collaborations that were done with David Bowie, um, you know, all, always always a hit. Also, born on this day, Pat Benatar, singer and four-time Grammy winner, uh, songs like "Love Is a Battlefield" and "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," which is actually one of the first songs I learned on guitar. Oh, really? Yeah. I have a friend of mine uh, in California, Mr. Scoop Brockenborough. Um, I'm so sorry, man, if that's not how your name is pronounced. Um, he actually plays in a Pat Benatar cover band uh, with Pat Benatar's original bass player in the band. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Also born today in 1945, Mr. Rod Stewart, obviously known for his singles, Maggie May. And if you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, tell me now. Well? Yeah, that's how it goes. You're good. You're supposed to tell me. Oh, well, um, I don't know if you know this, but that song, I think, oh, it's in a few Mike Myers movies. Like, he... Likes to use that song for some reason. Oh yeah, it's in. It's at the end of. Um, have you ever seen uh, "Sorry, Married an Axe Murder"? No. So at the end, it's it's him dressed as uh, his dad in the movie, who's this like old Scottish guy. Okay. And he's singing it at, at his wedding, at like his son's wedding. Yeah. And funny enough, he d- he sings it again in Austin Powers. Austin Powers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he sings it again in Austin Powers as Fat Bastard. So it's like two <laughs> Scottish guys singing the exact same song. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy. That's too funny. It's pretty good. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Um, have I ever told you about the dream I had where uh, I was in my room and my mom came in and she sat down on the end of my bed she said, uh, Dylan, there's something I gotta talk to you about, and I don't really know how to say it. She just had this, like, really sad look on her face. I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? Right. She said, well, back in the early 90s, when your dad was touring with his band uh, at West, and we were in Vancouver, we actually went to Seattle for a couple of nights. And um, him and all his bandmates, they went to this... Uh, this bar for drinks, but I went out to, to catch a couple shows, and I actually ended up seeing uh, a few bands who uh, were like the start of the grunge scene, and um, I ended up sleeping with one of the drummers <laughs> without your dad's knowledge, and I mean, there's no real easy way to say this, but Dave Grohl is your biological father. <laughs> that's awesome. And I was just like, I wasn't even mad. I'm like, that's amazing. But then like, I started to think, wait a minute. Where are all the royalties? You where, got ripped off. Where are all the checks? Like <laughs> now that I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like, 
yeah, like let it die has to be about my mom. <laughs> when you think about it, you know, the dream of having a son as cool as me. Well, I don't know if I go that far. No, that's definitely what it's about. <laughs> so we're going to move on to a segment we call road stories. Um, so this particular story I'm about to tell is, is pretty brief and short. Um, but it's one that like irks me and makes me very angry. <laughs> Um, so a couple of years ago, um, we would play frequently, well, semi-frequently, like maybe once every couple of months, uh, at this bar in Brampton called All Stars. And, uh, basically at the time, um, when you're starting out as a band, it's, you're not getting paid much, if anything, to play, um, as most promoters want you to start to be able to bring in a bit of a crowd. And, uh, we got to the point where, um... This might have been our first show that we are actually paid um, money to play. And what happened, and I actually only told Dylan this maybe a few months ago, <laughs> is um, we had gotten paid. And I think Jesse, our bass player, and I had driven up together. Or for some reason, we were together. And Jordan, our, our drummer, and Dylan weren't with us. But we decided to spend the whole amount that we'd been paid on food. I think we got like McDonald's and pizza or something. And uh, we didn't tell... Dylan or Jordan that we'd been paid at all. We just sort of took the money and spent it on ourselves. And for the record, Jesse is my brother. So it just kind of makes the wound a little bit deeper. See, they say brotherhoods are like as thick as steel. But uh, I'd beg to differ on that one. Ours is more like... um like brittle dry paint a brittle dry paint we'll have to get jesse on an episode one day maybe he can he can share some insight as you know what we why we didn't tell the guys i don't even remember how much we got paid it had to have been under 50 bucks if yeah. like we went out and bought food with it but <laughs> but yeah i see, guess you, you who did, says a musician can't make money <laughs> you, you did just buy me pizza so you can't I guess have enough money to eat yeah so now we're going to move into our next segment which is uh, gourmet cooking on a musician's budget. Um, so this is something I've, I've practiced myself is just like making like really cheap dishes. You can make at home for really cheap. Um, so this one is like a Asian sushi dish that you can just get everything you need at like a Walmart. Uh, so you just go in and at the front, they're usually selling like packaged sushi and you can pick it up for like eight to 12 bucks depending on what you want and you know that's pretty cheap considering it's sushi so you just grab one of those and you know chopsticks or whatever you need and then you're going to want to go to the international foods aisle and um check out the asian section maybe pick up some udon or ramen noodles depending on what you like and a couple packets of that instant miso soup so when you go home you put the water on add the miso uh soup mix put the noodles in whichever ones you want and just cook that. Um, sometimes I like to add either imitation crab or uh, frozen shrimp if I'm feeling fancy. Um, and then, yeah, so you just let that come to a boil and let it cook into the noodles and then uh, put it in a bowl, eat it with the sushi, and there you have it, your, your low-budget uh, Asian meal. And how much does it come to altogether? Um, I think t I fed two people with it. So I, can't, I think it came to about 25 bucks in total. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So every week um, we're going to open with talking about an album uh, or maybe even just a song or whatever um, that we've been listening to a lot lately. Um, we'll call it our song of the week, if you will. Um, so for me, 
uh, I've been listening to this band called Highly Suspect uh, a lot. A buddy of mine uh, showed them to me, and uh, I'm really, really digging these guys. They're fantastic. Um, they've kind of got this, like, audio slave kind of feel to them, but they've also got um, a little bit of that uh, Kaleo vibe, you know, um, just like that like kind of post-blues, post-modern blues feel. Um, so... They just had an album come out in November of 2016 called The Boy Who Died Wolf. And um, you might have heard these guys on the radio. Um, and so their big song right now is uh, My Name is Human. Uh, it's a really good song. Some people are saying that it's getting too much airtime. You know, it's going to it's gonna ruin this new band. But personally, I, I really do like that song. Um, I haven't got a chance to listen to the whole album. Um but uh, there's another album, or there's another song in the album called Wolf, which is very good. And um, Brandon, have you ever heard of 300 Entertainment? Uh, no. Is that is that a band or a label? No, this is the label that they're on. I'm just you're more of like the label guy. Though, okay, right? no, I, I don't think so. Oh, so this is the label that they're on. Um, but yeah, so they uh, they actually received a Grammy nomination for best rock song. So that's pretty cool. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I've been listening to um, a band that for a long time I, I just couldn't get into. And then until like in the last year, I just really started getting into them all at once. Um, it's a band called Amory uh, from Seattle in the States, which is also where Dylan almost became the son of Dave Grohl. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, the album I've been listening to a lot lately is their newest one, which came out um, May 19th, 2015. It's called You Were Never Alone. Um, I thought this was a cool album because uh, Matt Carter, who uh, plays guitar in the band, did a lot of uh, the production stuff, a lot of the engineering himself with uh, Matt Sprinkle, who um, is, um, sorry, Aaron Sprinkle, who's known a lot for um, bands like Reliant K, The Almost, Emery, um, some solo stuff, all, all sorts of stuff. He's a pretty well-known producer. Um, the cool thing about the album is it was fully funded by an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign, um, which became super popular in the past couple of years. Um, pretty much any time you see a band make a post, hey, we've got a special announcement, you know they're releasing a crowdfunding campaign. Um, I think sort of the nostalgia of crowdfunding is kind of lost, but it's super cool that bands are able to make music um, fully from the support of their fans. And that kind of shows you that music really does still have value. Um, but cool thing about the the album, um, Emery's been known as a hardcore um, screamo band, if you will. Um, the, the full album is filled with kind of that stuff, but there's also a lot of mellower, um, more melodic, really uh, lyric-driven songs on the album that I really like. And um, if you want to hear a bit more about um, the album and how it was all recorded, Matt Carter has a podcast called Break It Down. And the first like season of the podcast is going through each song, um, talking about how it was recorded, um, the lyric writing process and everything like that. So uh, check that out, Break It Down with Matt Carter. And uh, that's going to be my album of the week, uh, You Were Never Alone by Emery. Can I have another one? Yeah, by okay. all means. So, um, it was actually this album that I came across completely by like random chance. Uh, it's called Atmosphere. Um, <laughs> it's by this like really, really great artist. Uh, it's like a solo artist. I can't remember his name. That's um, weird. I, I I seem to remember recording like a soundscape EP for some like 
weird like hipster guy named Dylan Haywood. Um, and all, I've always seen his really negative reviews on it. Uh, is this maybe the same album? Oh uh, yeah, it's weird that we have the same name too. That, that's crazy. That's, um, should look into that. Yeah, probably I'll it. have to check check that out on Bandcamp, dylanhaywood.bandcamp.com. If you want a free download, um, if you're into some soundscape stuff, um, tell them a little bit about the EP. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Um, in case you haven't guessed, it, it is me that recorded this album, um, EP. Uh, and I, uh, Brandon and I did it back in April of last year. Um, and I did it to, uh, to give to my fiance for her 22nd birthday. Aren't you a romantic? Well, you know, I, I didn't have any money, so that was pretty much the only option to give her a gift. Um, that could be another, another topic, uh, gourmet g- gifts. On a musician's yeah. budget. Oh, that's so good. Just record something. Yeah. Or, like, just make somebody a sculpture of, like, used guitar strings. <laughs> that's what everyone wants. Some yeah. rusty, stanky guitar strings. <laughs> cool. So thanks for listening to this sampler episode of the Out of Tune podcast. Um, it's just been a taste of a few of the subjects we're going to be covering week to week on a weekly basis. Definitely. And we're going to have more um, topics and um, segments to come in the future. So just keep listening. And uh, if you have any suggestions for um, uh, anything, then just let us know and we'd be happy to talk about it. Also, we're going to try and have some uh, some guests in future episodes as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, check out our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages for uh, more updates and uh, stuff on the podcast. And uh, if you enjoy this, that's fantastic. If not, well, that's just a total bummer. I'll keep this one.